Hey Reese, Bibs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know I'm early. I don't care. 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 Maxi Kleber just blew a layup to to cap off this monstrosity of a game. All right. Um, welcome yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Joined as always by Reese Williams, not on Twitter because he is locked up and they won't let him out. Um, shout out to Killian Hayes, man. Shout out to Killian Hayes. Nothing you can do when a guy like that gets going. You you just have to marvel at it and and take it in and enjoy. Um, clearly one of the greats in our league right now. Got to the pull-up midi at will. Was hitting threes late. Uh, big rebounds, eight assists tonight for him, 10 for 13. You, you just can't do anything when a guy like Killian Hayes gets going um, on his way to the to all NBA selection. And, um, you know, it's 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 fun when you get a chance to watch a guy like this, because we don't get to watch Killian Hayes often as Mavs fans. So it was just nice to see him on, on display tonight. Uh, Reese, you I know you missed most of the game, but you were able to catch that fourth quarter in overtime. How do you feel about the Killian Hayes experience? Good for him. Maybe he's a versus map versus map all star. I don't fucking know. Mute your TV in the background, by the way, because I it's I can barely hear it, but I know it's gonna be loud in the recording. I turned it down, so I wasn't sure if it was still loud. Yeah, good for him. Good for that motherfucker. Fantastic game. Yeah. Um, all that all that shit. Matt, this this is the this is what the Mavs are, right? We came out, we beat the Warriors, but come back and lose to the Pistons. Uh Luka Doncic was Luka Doncic, and I mean that in the bad way because we were playing a bad team. Luka Doncic came out in the beginning of the game, he was not looking for anybody. It was Luka Doncic time, pretty much. And um I don't know, man. I, I don't know what needs to change. For this team to come out and take a bad opponent seriously, but we shouldn't be at this point. We're a quarter of the way through the season. We should not be this predictable as far as not coming to play against a bad team, showing up like we're ready to try to get to the finals against good teams and every single game being close. I'm tired of it. I can't tell if we playing downtown competition or if we just suck. It might be both, but bare minimum. Luca's attitude is infectious in the wrong way. Luca's not locked in. It's hard for our team to get going. Jason Kidd's playing these goofy ass rotations that don't make any sense. And we we just allow teams to stick with us. Um, I, I, maybe I ain't see most of the game, but I I can't picture myself putting this on Luca. I'm not putting it on Luca as far as his performance. I'm putting it on Luca as far as his leadership because he was not leading shit. He was not putting in any effort on defense at all. Even late in the game in overtime, didn't even get a hand up on one of those Killian Hayes threes. Blaming other people because of his lack of rotations and expecting them to make the rotations for him, he he did not show up mentally tonight. 
And at some point, being young is not an excuse for bad leadership. He has to to own, not just in the post game. He has to own it on the court and be a motivator. Um, I'm not expecting him to be a clamp god on defense, but I'm expecting him to move his feet and not stand around waiting for somebody to miss so he can get the ball again. And again, early in, in multiple times, there were passes that he usually makes he did not make in, in, in the efforts of getting his own thing going. 14 three-point attempts, don't care if he made seven of them. I'm not trying to see 14 three-point attempts from Luka. Don't let them dictate your game for you. Play your game. I didn't get that tonight. The only reason his stat line looks respectable is because he decided to make threes, even though half of them shouldn't have been shot. I I can't applaud that. Tim Hardaway Jr. finished with 26. He was nine for 26 for 14. I hate that we're in a position that I have to watch Tim Hardaway Jr. take 20 shots. I I hate I hate it. 25 and eight off the bench for Christian Wood. He was 10 for 13 from the field. Well, the motherfucker played motherfucking Tim Hardaway played 40 minutes. I mean, shit. 20 shots in 40 minutes ain't terrible. The fuck out. I'm not mad at his volume. I'm, no, I'm just saying. I'm mad at the fact he played 40 minutes. He And he also was not playing defense. So therein lies Detroit Pistons scoring 130 points. Couldn't stop anything at the rim. I think at one point Dalton posted uh, that the Pistons were out rebounding us like 30 something to 12 or something like that. I saw that. I. <laughs> what did we bring Javal McGee in for? I thought he was supposed to be the interior presence we were lacking. We brought him in to be a DNP. We brought him in for Nico Harrison to say he's going to get his feet under him. But how the fuck you going to get his feet under him if he don't play? Beats me. But I don't work for this fucking team, so I don't know. I'm I'm really confused. I'm really annoyed by this basketball team. I was ready to record this podcast in the third quarter. Um, this this roster is not it. This roster is not it. We got to make some changes. This shit ain't working. It's not working for me. I can't. We can't survive off Luca dominating every night. That's not a, a formula for success. Y'all got the nerve to complain about Tatum being at the top of that fucking MVP ladder. Uh, Luca's MVP because this team wouldn't be shit without him, but if this team ain't fucking winning, he ain't getting no goddamn MVP award. I'm stunned that Luca's still at the top of the ladder at this point. I mean, I'm not surprised why, but... Yeah. Like, like you said, yes, this team would be absolutely nothing without him. We're only even in playoff contention because he exists. But our team sucks. It's the same team, not even the exact same team, but pretty much the same team y'all tried to say last year would be a fucking play-in team without Luca on it and with, like, Brunson as the best player. I remember some motherfucker said that. I don't remember who said it, but some I, I remember people saying it, like when we beat the Utah Jazz those, those few games without Luca. Right. Before... But- all those guys got older too. 
even to add to it. A year older. And they look it. Max, I said, uh, rest that much. Fuck is this 2K? Um, it, yeah, it happens abruptly. Life comes at you fast. How, how old are you? 29. Wait till next year. You'll feel it. Motherfucker, you telling me these dudes all of a sudden can't shoot because they got a few months older, not even a year older? They, all that juice is gone. Maxie can't move. You see his, how stiff his back is right now? And he, he did get crumpled up like a like a, a wet napkin the other day. So I'm sure that didn't <laughs> didn't help either. Um man, I'm I'm tired of looking at this team. I just need to see some sense of urgency, that's all. Because at you know, I I, I, I made I was hard on Luca on here earlier, right? I said, you know, I want to see the defensive effort, I want to see the leadership, but at the same time, I can't have I can't see playoff Luca for 82 games. Like I can't him being able to be playoff Luca for 82 games would be insane. He shouldn't have to be to play like that every night. Y'all going to run this kid into the dirt. Pretty much. Skeleton before 28. It's it's not fair to him. Um and I and like I said, I understand the frustration. There were a couple times he was frustrated, he showed it. I'm sure that doesn't help the struggling guys mentalities at all. But Again, 82 games, October, November, six months. He's supposed to be on 10 for six months of basketball. Plus, he's coming off the Euro basket, like, where he had to be on 10. And then the playoffs, Western Conference Final One, where he had to be on 10. It it would be nice to have one other player that you could depend on. And maybe that guy's Christian Wood, but we wouldn't know because he has to come off the bench behind powerhouses like Dwight Powell and Reg- and uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Now it used to be Reggie Bullock, but now it's Tim Hardaway Jr. Who just gets to jack up whatever for however long he's on the court. And we hope for the best. Dorian Finney Smith has been playing like trash. He had a couple good games that he strung together, and I put him on my parlay tonight. He ain't hit for me. He didn't I put hit Spencer Dinwiddie on mine. I had Spencer on mine too. He was everything hit but Spencer. Those first six minutes, and that's where that was where my first all right, Luca's doing this came from. In the first six minutes before Spencer came out, Spencer did not get the ball. He got the ball once. The rest of the time, he was just standing in the corner, like rookie year Josh Green. And then he came out. It's like, what is? how is he supposed to get a rhythm going? He gets the ball once. He goes to the bench, and then he's supposed to come out and lead the, the bench unit after standing on the court for six minutes doing nothing and then sitting down for the rest of the quarter. That was when I realized Luca was on bullshit. Jason Kidd. <sighs> Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd. I I don't know if I'm gonna survive Jason Kidd. How much time we got left on this shit? I don't remember when I hit record. I'm gonna guess that I'm gonna give it another five. And if not, I'll fill the time with something.
Dallas Maverick fans. The NBA season is heating up, and there's still so many unknown possibilities. I mean, we're really only in the first quarter of the season still. Luka is racing up the MVP ladder at the top right now, but I guess it's depending on who you ask. But anything can happen. You can go on DraftKings Sportsbook and make predictions on MVP award. Maybe you think Luka Doncic is going to be MVP. Maybe you think Jason Tatum will be MVP. Sixth man of the year. It's Christian Wood making a case. Maybe it's Benedict Matherin, the young rookie. First rookie to win sixth man of the year says Ben Gordon, possibly. Anything can happen. Most improved player. The way the NBA is shaping up this year, it's a lot of options. When I'm looking to get into action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points, maybe the over-under on total team points, and much more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Now, be smart about it. Don't You got to add legs, but be smart about your bets. Don't go into this doing an eight-leg parlay with Kevin Durant to score 15 points, Luka Doncic to score 10 points, Luka Doncic to get five assists, you're not going to win much money like that. You got to bet big. Go big or go home. Me, I go home a lot. I tend to do these eight-leg parlays, and, 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 and they fail terribly. Uh, y'all heard my rant about Alpron Shingun, um just a few days ago, which I'm still hurt about because I would still have that $249. But hey, you live to bet another day. Bars. Just download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I just, I'm tired of repeating myself about the same shit with this team. It's a waste of energy for both of us. They're they going to do what they want to do at the end of the day, which I see whether it be bad fucking decisions or not. I'm just, it, it's just, it's just very weird. But I mean, and, and then they get in press conferences and say shit that contradicts what the fuck they're doing. I just, none of it makes sense to me. So, and it's not going to ever. Um, if Rick Carlisle did some stupid shit, he kept it real. Like, if Rick Carlisle ain't want a motherfucker to play, Rick Carlisle ain't play a motherfucker. If Rick Carlisle was doing some shit y'all ain't like, guess what? Rick Carlisle said he was doing that exact same fucking thing. Jason Kidd is a goddamn liar. That's all I'm saying. 
We play the Knicks Saturday at noon in the garden, right? Yep. In the garden. Um, they're a team. There's a reason we've lost three in a row to them. They attack the realm. We don't protect the realm. My prediction for the week still stands at one and two. The win is just a different team than I thought it would be. I think that's fair. And would not surprise me if we came out and beat the Knicks. At this point, there's not a single game the Mavs play that would surprise me if we win or lost. <laughs> that's very true. Um, we lost to the Rockets and the Pistons. Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes. A scrub. Weren't we just calling him pretty the, much the worst player in the league? I called him the worst player in the league a few episodes ago. That's all I'm saying. We got put to bed by Killian Hayes. He was put us to bed like they was Jay Holiday, man. I almost sung it. I don't have the energy. Um, pull up. He looked. He was doing it like he was supposed to be doing that. We yeah, we did that. Going and look what the fan looked. All right. Um. I was uh, made an appearance on Nick Fan TV today. Uh, I think it'll under for their pregame or their preview of the Knicks and Mavericks. It was a fun conversation. Um, we talked about you know the differences between the Mavericks and Knicks, and then we realized it was a lot of similarities. They feel the same way about Thibodeau that we feel about Kid as far as the rotations and not understanding what he's doing. Uh, obviously, we swapped players. Like a, a bad, you know what? I'm gonna leave that alone. We swap players, you know. There's Knicks on the Mavs, there's Mavs on the Knicks, and um, it's always a fun game. It's always a fun game, and when I say fun, I mean we usually go down to the wire or we lose, and uh, so I mean the opposite of fun. Any any other any other thoughts? I'm trying to check something. And I'm not finding what I was trying to check. Where is it at? Uh, where is he at? Okay. I was on with uh, Alex uh, Trataros. Trit- Trit- I don't know why I've struggled with his name like that. But um, I'll be on another Knicks podcast Saturday morning. And I'll enjoy talking trash about our team to other fan bases. Long as they know the truth about the Dallas Mavericks. Spread the truth. Do what you got to do. Any other things before we get up out of here? Cause, I don't know, man. I forgot your ad was like three minutes, so we really don't need to talk that much longer. I don't know. Fuck these dudes. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Catch y'all Saturday. Peace. Peace. Peace.